everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. My name is Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them and we also talk about the supernatural. This week's guest is super special to me, Bill McWright. Bill helped me through one of the most difficult times of my entire life. My dog Tommy got attacked by a big mean dog at the park and suddenly I found myself in a two month long nightmare. She was so hurt and traumatized I didn't know what to do and she was so scared and on so much medication, she didn't know who I was. When I tried to give her medicine, water, or feed her, she would scream, and I mean scream, scream. She also had to be confined because she wasn't allowed to move around for fear of further injury. I was literally at my wit's end. She was my loving little guy I turned to to be consoled. That's when Bill was recommended to me. He's an animal communicator and Reiki master. He conveyed to her that I loved her and that the medicine was to help her, but it's what he told me that she needed from me that made me cry. He said she wanted me to sing to her again. Basically, I had been in such shock and fear, I stopped singing to her and treating her like my most beloved little one and treated her like someone I was terrified of. I can't thank Bill enough for the Reiki he performed on her and the communications he did for both of us. If you want to get to know your animal companion better, have any questions, please, please contact Bill. He can help. And now, please welcome to your head and heart, Bill McWright. Hi. Hey. Thank you so much for coming here. Oh, totally. Thanks for having me. Um, Before uh, we get into it, can you tell us your name and... um, and what you're excited about or what you do. Um, sure. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, my name's Bill McWright, and I make art and uh, do Reiki on animals and people, but mostly animals. Um, and I live with two cats and my partner. And I don't know, I'm into riding my bicycle a little Whoa, bit. Cool. <laughs> Just, Trying to like focus on the good things and not get swept up in the shittiness of everything. Congratulations, that's awesome. Thanks. Um, well, I guess I, um, I think, uh, I think, I think I met you through Laura Ellis. Yeah, I think and, that's right. And you also uh, have um, done a session with my real good friend Marcella Kroll and her. Mm-hmm is a bearded dragon a lord um yeah. and uh i guess i'll just uh for the sake of the podcast people that don't know is that i uh sought your assistance in helping my dog tommy yeah. uh because she got um attacked and <laughs> uh and you did um a session with her and i guess i had no idea anything about what that um what that meant uh mm-hmm. could you but now i do and i want everyone else to know uh what you do if that's okay if it's yeah nice. yeah totally um well i i studied reiki with laura and oh cool did like actually like her apprenticeship program which was uh like two years the first year was reiki one and two and a pretty in-depth study of like crystals and, and their properties and then um, the second year was getting master level Reiki certification and even more in depth 
with like energy work and crystals and that kind of stuff. And the second year kind of was at the beginning of the pandemic. Okay. And like, I've always like been interested in doing the distance work anyway, but had had a hard time finding good surrogates. So I started like just carving my own and Laura uses one in her like distance sessions and a lot of other people, like I've given some to friends and a lot of people have bought them. What's that that word mean? Surrogate is kind of like a replacement for the client um, in a distance session. So the, the board that I have has the outline of a human being with the chakra layout. Okay. And it's just kind of something for me to focus the energy into when I'm sending it to them. So oh, it's like wow. these places to like attend to the crown chakra and the third eye and the throat and so on. Um, and I mean, I think that kind of came from my making art, but right. Like what I really do is just like lay out crystals on the chakras, whether it's a human or an animal. And um, kind of consult with them and with their guides. And um, I've taken some communication classes with uh, Animal Michael Lane as well. Cool. And um, Marcelo had a class with him and like talked to Lord afterwards. And Lord actually requested a session with me. <laughs> That's awesome. And, <laughs> and then when when I had a a reading from Marcelo recently, Lord like volunteered to help me with stuff in my practice, which was pretty rad. That's so cool. But I've had a few like clients like kind of attached to me after working on them. Like there's a cat that I worked on while he was in the process of transitioning. Um, and it was like making him comfortable for a long time. And the first time I worked on him, his, his uh, human companion had, put out like rose quartz for him yeah and he actually like wrapped his paws around it and was like nuzzling it while i worked on him i've gotten a lot of videos and pictures of animals like yeah while i'm working on them and it always is like super heartwarming and like i worked on one friend's dog and their mom like had the dog lay on top of her and she's like i'm gonna steal some of the reiki whoa Uh, (laughs) but i've had like amazing stuff happen like i had a friend call me because his son's like best friend's family had gotten a puppy and it got parvo and that's like a like 80 90 percent mortality rate and he was like can you send reiki this dog is at the vet right now and i was like yeah um i'll do what i can and he like i met the dog like probably six eight months ago and it's totally healthy and happy and like good yeah and like i'm sure the vets did some work too but i've had a few things where it's been like i worked on one chihuahua and it had congestive heart failure and after a session it didn't have the symptoms of it anymore that's so cool yeah yeah i mean i feel like after um after i I wouldn't have completely understood or completely believed any of the stuff before I had gone to Laura I just didn't understand how you could I didn't go remotely but I didn't before I saw her understand how it could be remote but after going there I know that it doesn't matter where you are when someone's a healer they know there's there's no such thing as here and there's no such thing as there 
Yeah, I mean, I I also like give credit to the Reiki because it knows where it needs to go. Right, totally. But that's not. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like a matter of I did. I think people might not understand how it how Reiki works, or or I don't. Yeah. I guess yeah. Can you explain Reiki? So it's uh, it's also like I mean, you could call it universal life force or prana or whatever. Like sounds good. Um, but basically, like someone who's a Reiki practitioner opens themselves up to it, and it it comes in through your crown chakra and through your feet, and in like goes into your heart and then comes out your hands. Um, and you know, I grew up like in a real in a punk rock, and like if you had asked me about any of this when I was like fourteen to. 30 i probably would have been like this fucking hippie shit man (laughs) yeah yeah and and like i i guess i like got into it because of like i had gotten super depressed and i was in a job that was like crushing my soul and i just didn't see any way out of it yeah and had had like falling out with family member and it was i was just like slipping in a like deeper and deeper depression and like going to therapy and working on shit. But like, there's just like kind of lingering darkness. And I went, I had a, my friend Lucian suggested I go see Laura and she, like, I didn't know what the fuck I was getting into at all. Yeah. 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 And and, like, she laid out stones on me and ran Reiki on me and made notes about like everything for me. And it was just, like, the stuff she was telling me was very spot on, like, and explained a lot of the problems I was having. And it's, I feel like after that, it was, I had a little bit more clarity and was able to, like, do the homework. And yeah, I think that's a really important thing that, like, people may not understand getting into, like, working with the healer. Because it's not really the healer healing anybody. It's the healer's helping you heal yourself. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, Yeah. I did not know I was going to have to do like an hour and a half of stuff every day. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was not aware of that. I thought it I mean, it's definitely. Yeah, no, I think Reiki, I think what physically happened there, what she said, and what I think, I think you did too, or what you do too, is that that session, if you think of it as like a massage where it will it will like clean you and keep you good for like a week or so. And then it's your turn to like keep it up. And I was just like, it's, it's just, it's amazing. It was, I was like, Oh, I'm fixed. That's it. Like I get it. Like emotion, (laughs) just let it run through you. Energy runs through you. Stop bottling it up. But like, um, it's so weird that I think I noticed today, um, that strong emotions, um, do you either get out or you bury that's like oh yeah I, I didn't really realize that until today because i was like yeah before this i was like a, in a really negative mood and i don't i don't perpetuate negativity i don't because i yeah. it doesn't it, but i was like looking at twitter and stuff and i saw all these other people complaining and i was like i want to go on there and be mad but i was like that's not that's yeah. not my way but my way then is to keep it inside and like like sulk or whatever and I was like no that's the old way and she taught me that like I have to get it out but not like but in a way you know that that is helpful which is like 
all yeah. the different things. And it's just, it's amazing. Like, you know, what my guides are just like, we're, we've been telling you what to do. Like, hello. Yeah. And it, everything she said to do, I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Like it's, for really, sure. it's really funny. Like it's a good kick in the pants to start paying attention. I yeah. think like, yeah. I think, I've always felt like after I've gotten Reiki or got like when I got attuned, like to each level, like my vision gets sharper. Like I've got shitty vision anyway, but like, it always feels like a little bit, everything's a little bit brighter and more clear and not like a like physical way, but like a energetic way, I guess. Yeah. No, I find Yeah. And I think like when you get that stuff, it breaks up the blockages that you have and like, the energy that you've been holding on to because I have so many physical ailments that are not like terrible, but like during the pandemic, I got a boil behind my ear and it was like, because I was hanging on to anger. Yeah. And I, I like perpetually get a knot in the shoulder and it's cords and resentment and all kinds of shit. Yeah. But like I hadn't gone and gotten any body work done for like basically two years with the pandemic and yeah, just kind of feeling safe, exposing others to me and myself to others. Yeah. 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 And, and I got in touch with my body work lady and she was like, are you vaxxed? And I was like, yes. She's like, okay, you don't have to wear a mask. Cool science. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but I went to her and like, we hadn't seen each other in and seriously two years at that point and she like looked at me when I walked in and was like you look so good like you're like grounded you're happy like <laughs> I can't believe how much of a difference it is yeah and I was like, oh I've been working really hard and like quit yeah. the job that made me miserable and like I'm not suffering fools anymore yeah basically. that's so cool that's amazing well congratulations yeah. for all of it. Cause I think it's, it's so much, I think the main thing it always comes down to is that it's so much more comfortable to stay in the rut than. Oh go. yeah. It's and un, being uncomfortable is okay. I think we're just not really taught that we're taught that that's like almost the worst thing in the world is to feel discomfort. Yeah. But I think, I mean, I think we're discouraged a lot from like my memories as a child is like, hanging out by myself in little like woods and stuff like that and meeting turtles and like hanging out and probably having conversations with them like telepathically because that's how animals talk to you. Yeah. And like, I also, there were times like where I like the day before like nine 11, I was like sitting up and couldn't sleep. And I was just like, man, we are pissing off so many people, like something bad is going to happen. And it's not like I was like, an airplane's going to fly into no, probably I know. seven or whatever. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it was just like a kind of big feeling. And, it, and it's just like being tapped in. And one of my gifts, it's a gift, um, is clairsentience. So I actually experience what other people feel like emotionally and physically sometimes. Um, yeah. Like my mom had hip surgery and I, my hip hurt that day. Oh, no. And it's just like, yeah, it's so sometimes it's good. And sometimes it sucks. Yeah. No, that's the, but, but it's learning to use it. 
um, yeah, no, I think, I think it's, uh, <laughs> I think I wasn't aware of that being like becoming more sensitive meant becoming more sensitive. And I did yeah. like, I just didn't, I thought it meant something different, but I guess something that I thought was really, really interesting. And I don't, I know you have so many clients, you might not remember, um, what you like what happened with Tommy, just like the, I didn't know that you guys go somewhere. Can you explain that, like that process of what you do in a session like that? Yeah. I mean, for what happens with me is like, when I'm going to communicate with the animal, I have a whole process that I envision, which like I, I learned from, um, that guy, Michael, and it's basically like you visualize yourself in like your perfect nature setting and you go down some stairs like in a tree trunk or a hole in the ground or whatever and you go to a room and like there's a big door in front of you and it opens up and you you, like I always ask for a picture of the the animal's eyes so I can like connect there um and I, I envision the animal and then envision like a pink beam of light going from our each of our hearts to each other and then like and that's where I do like work on a living client that's like there and like I can easily talk to but then there's another like if I'm there's other branches to this underground layer so that if I need to contact a animal that's passed over I've got a gopher guide that takes me to meet them and is kind of like a little bit of an interloper. Yeah. Can you talk about the gopher guide and how you met? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty funny because it was going like, we did a couple meditations, like learning to go into the different parts. And one of them was like, so I go past the room where the, door is where I meet the living clients and I go down like this tunnel that's basically just like a big long like subway tunnel or something and get to like a a crossroads at it and that's I I like was told to wait there and my guide would show up and it was this gopher that's kind of like kind of Chris Tuckery like like yeah, yeah, yeah. Swag and is kind of sarcastic, but it's also so funny. like yeah. super cute. Yeah. Is it like a actual? I mean, from in my mind, I can only imagine a cartoon gopher, but I guess it's a real gopher, right? Yeah, it's a it's I mean it's a real gopher <laughs> okay. with like it can have more like human qualities if it yeah, wants to. Right. But I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it it looks like a hamster basically yeah I don't know why I was just like I trying to picture I mean I have a a joy guide that I like met one time and I I drew a picture of it and sent it to Lauren it's basically like a a crab but it has a hamburger for a body so it's like a hamburger with crab claws and and legs and eyes oh Um, Laura is this a guide or what yeah that's a joy guide for sure yeah and and like that makes a lot of sense for it to be that absurd and like yeah 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 kind of look at it and you're like okay yeah I can smile now yeah 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 totally she told me I have a a, like a Hopi joy guide which I I 
could feel like, could that just is such a weird thing for someone to tell you if, yeah, you're joy guy. It's like, oh my God, you're the yeah. one like with those ideas when it's like things could turn one way and then all of a sudden they, in my mind, it turns another and I'm like, that's not me. And then it's like, oh yeah, it's you. That <laughs> joy guide. Yeah. What's yeah, up totally. with that? That's so cool. I love that though. A hamburger. So weird. That's, yeah. I mean, I wonder what that means, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I think it's probably like pop culture and like the right. animals like combining each other. Well, is it just that they're like, cause this is all about, we only have the references we have. So is right. it that the guide was like, Oh, he'll, he'll relate to this hamburger that looks, you know, which is just so funny that they have a sense of humor and they're funny. Like, Oh, totally. Yeah. And it's, it's just such a bizarre, like, kink or twist in the system that's just like yeah there it's not like i don't know it's just that that's for you that's kind of like my yeah. belief about like ufos and stuff is that it's just that's just how we perceive them it's not like you know it's, yeah it's i think it's like our minds explaining what we can't really yeah, it's like organized religions yeah that's my favorite though i love that a hamburger that's so like that's yeah. so cute do you do you have that picture still probably in a notebook yeah 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 you're also like a super amazing artist Thank um, you. i just wanted to tell you i love your art it's so cool um but yeah so you have a gopher guide and mm -hmm. do they communicate with like how do they guide you i guess we just, I mean, they, they take me to the, the place where the animals that have passed over are. Okay. And, and I mean, I think having like another more animal form being kind of escorting me makes it a little more comfortable if, you know, if you haven't seen a person in 50 years or something like that, like you probably may be a little shocked too. Yeah, totally. No, for sure. Um, and yeah, and so you said that, I mean, one thing, it, when you meet up with your client, do you, you communicate like telepathically? Yeah. And, and this is the question I've been wanting to ask you for this whole time is like, okay, this might, I hope I can make this make sense. But it's like, you met with my doggy, right. who was, you guys met up. And like, you met the dog's like spirit self yeah or higher self like right and whatever so it, it is that we can all not right. physically communicate with but like how i don't always know that things are my guides or you know what i mean mm. like does she know because like i've talked to her since about like bill and stuff like that and it's like she knows of that event but i just wonder does she is she in communication with her higher self? Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think animals are, are like, way more in touch than we are with. Okay. So I, like, just started reading this book that I went to buy, like, a philosophy book um, with very, like, political slant to it. And they did not have it. And I just saw this book and it was, like, like cats and the meaning of life, the philosophy of cats. 
And it's this dude, like, seriously talking about his philosophy and other philosophers, like, and how it relates to cats and how cats, basically how we think we're, like, all superior to everything because we have thoughts and can use tools. Yeah. But, like, cats don't really worry. Animals don't really worry. A lot of the, the like, stress-related stuff they pick up from us. Yeah. Like, they're... <laughs> They're not worried about who's president or like how much money is in their account because they don't, that's all unnecessary shit for us. Yeah, totally. But we give it all this importance. And like animals are just kind of like, can I find something to eat? Is <laughs> yeah. somebody cleaning my poop if I live in their house? Yeah. Like yeah. it's you- simple and like, I'm like, Love is probably one of the biggest important things for animals, you know? Right. Hi, everybody. If you like this podcast or just like being nice, please go subscribe, like, and save this episode. If you like being really, really, really nice, go check out our Patreon page. There you will find a veritable breeding ground for cool and secret podcasts and Death Valley Girls content. Thank you. Right, totally. Well, I think, I mean, it's, we're... All animals are animals, plants yeah. are plants, like stars are stars. And it's like all animals just need the same things. We've just made it way overcomplicated because yeah. um, I think that evolution and I, I think it's cool in a way. It's horrible in many ways, but it's <laughs> it's also cool that we get to do this and I get to see your art at, yeah. and never maybe meet your body. But um, <laughs> but I guess like um are do you, uh, one question since you can communicate with these guys is uh i i've been lately feeling like i i feel like cats just like cats are one thing i think cats are like extraterrestrial i don't yeah, think totally. that they're totally. earth beings they're not octopus yeah that kind they're of stuff. not yeah. earth beings i think dogs are earth fucking beings like they are meant to be here uh we're meant to be friends um but I noticed that I, and maybe I'm just perceiving this wrong, but it seems like they think everything is completely random. Like, and I don't know if this is true, but this, here's what I mean. It's like, like well, every day we go on a walk, go on a mm-hmm. long walk, the same thing. And then we go like do this stuff and then we get home and she's like, she's like she has, she knows how to like look cute. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. she has like this face she makes and she'll pretend to shake. And if I don't look, she'll stop. Then if I look at her, she'll pretend to shake to get the treat. And it's like yeah. every day you get the treat. It's not random. It's not like, I think she thinks she has to like look cute or, or like when it's dinner time, it's always dinner time. It's not, there's never been a day where I've been like, you, you're not getting yeah, this. Yeah. Like, does she think it's random or are they just cute? You know? I, I mean, I think that there's some manipulation going on there <laughs> because like my cat's totally like my like my cat, Lulu, who's like just over two um, and like she doesn't care about food at all. OK. And then our my wife's cat, Charlie, who's like 13 ish. Yeah. Like. He wants to, he has like a, a harness and a leash that he's allowed to go outside on. And he <laughs> always goes to the door and asks to go outside and is like clockwork when it's dinner time. Like, dad, fix my shit. Yeah. Okay. And I think, I mean, I think it's, 
sort of being cute and it's sort of like just I'm gonna remind you just to make sure you don't forget <laughs> to give me the thing that I want. Okay, that's fair. Cause I was just like, what a what a strange way to live a life is just being like, man, if I don't like do this thing, like I might not get dinner. Cause I'm just like, I mean, we have a funny relationship where we're like exactly the same and exactly the opposite. And it's mm-hmm. just, but it is, yeah, I was just wondering because I was like, if you think everything's random, that's really that's a weird way to be because I have uh, instilled in you these things that we do every day, like clockwork, literally. uh, And it would be a shame if you were a little, because she seems a little worried and it's like, you don't have to be ever worried, you know? Um, Yeah, I think that's a little performance. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's funny. And I mean, I think like that's that's what I see in a lot of like animal companions, like just like we have our own quirks, like they've got theirs for sure. Um, Oh, oh, sorry. There's like a a leaf blower uh, right now. Um, (laughs) Right on. Yeah, maybe just wait a second. I'm surprised I haven't had an ice cream truck yet. Oh, yeah. What song do they play on your ice cream truck? Oh, uh, they're, they're seriously, like, four that go down my street okay. at different times of the day, and they all have different songs. Oh, okay. Yay! Yeah. Variety. So exciting. It's yeah. great. Like, I, I actually just recently had one of the ice cream truck drivers start only charging me a dollar for stuff oh, he had wow. been charging me two dollars for and I was like <laughs> I think I'm accepted into the neighborhood yeah a little bit congratulations now. that's awesome that's a huge one hold up yeah. let me tr- just try and fix I feel like it's not that big of a deal I think content is more important than quality yeah. but um so can you um talk about like, I know you talked about, like, doing Reiki and stuff like that, but can you talk about how you were um, led to uh, animals, I guess? Uh, in, the, like, the second time I had Laura work on me, um, she was like, you had a past life as, like, an animal communicator. And I don't remember what, um, like, indigenous group it was with and I don't want to guess but um she was like I think you should like look at pictures of this area and try and reconnect with that and like that seriously made me start remembering like being a kid and hanging out with animals that I just like ran across in in the woods um and I would also like find injured animals around my house and like try to nurse them back to health where are you from i grew well originally right outside atlanta decatur oh cool okay i was just wondering what kind of animals we're talking about okay i found a bat one time when i was a little kid yeah that's cool i love it it was definitely like not doing well and i tried to feed it and stuff and it passed away and like that's i went i had a few like both my parents are presbyterian ministers or were are um okay and like i remember my dad always going with me when i was burying animals and like i had hermit crabs that like came out of their shells 
shed their exoskeletons and went back into their shells. But I was just like, oh, there's just pieces of crabs now. Like they died. And we hadn't like done anything with terrarium, but I, I like took the shells and like made the little box for them and we buried them. And like, I remember seeing a, like a prayer for them and my dad like just breaking down crying. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. That's a cute memory. And like, they had a Siamese cat when I was a baby that would like sleep as close to me as it could. And then if I got up at night, it would go like pat my mom on the face. And if that didn't get her up fast enough, it would like nip her wrists. So you're just, you're an animal. I'm super. Yeah. I, I like really do love them a lot. Um, Yeah. No, I mean, they're, it's not, it's like anything else. Like some people are runners. Some people are, professional like um what's it called when you eat as much hot dogs as like everyone has their thing yeah totally Um, what is food eating competition what are those people called um competitive eaters yeah competitive eaters sorry um (laughs) yeah yeah that but that's so cool i i mean me just becoming more like um sensitive i i'm noticing the animals that uh like and dislike me but I'm a very I'm a very um like dog person just like Mm -hmm. I I, I'm just a I like I when I see a dog I react the same way a dog reacts like I'm just like oh my god oh my god hi hi, hi, who are you what's up um and like I'll tolerate cats like I I love them but it's just like they don't we're just like I'm a dog yeah like they'll come up and I'll be like hi and I'll pet them um but ever since I went to Laura, which is my only experience of going anywhere. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not like, you know, I, it's just, it's, it's my mind is I'm totally different now, but it's like animals are like my buds now. And it's so yeah. weird. And like the geese, we go on a walk at the lake every day and the geese like used to mess with us, but now I just like hold my finger and they walk away, you know, it's like all this yeah. weird stuff. And like, um hawks like kind of walk up sometimes and I like dream of them and like yeah it's just I'm not a like I'm a not a super animal person but I like that's always something I wished you know like yeah um (laughs) I mean I think once you like start figuring that stuff out you get more like comfortable with it and it'll flow a lot easier too yeah for sure no I'm like I'm I'm yeah, I love the I love them. I love them so much. But yeah, it's funny because she also saying that you should look into that. She was like, Oh, you've been a channeler a lot and in like my past lives. And I think that having clarity on that made it so that I realize I'm just used to doing that. Like yeah. part of me is so used to just like taking information for other people. And it was like once she said that, I was like, I don't have to do that shit. Like <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, I so many of the things that had happened before um, aren't necessary anymore. And I just, I yeah. didn't even know I was like allowed to just be like, cause like, yeah, I play music. So on stage, like I channel, I want to learn Reiki. Cause it's like, I channel a certain energy that I don't know what it is. And like, yeah. in a, in a, you know, in an audience setting can like do stuff with energy in that way. But um but the idea that like, she's like, oh, you'd been a medium and stuff. I was like, yeah, like I'm doing channeling and shit. I don't want to do all the time. I'm taking on other people's feelings mm-hmm. all the time. And this is just some past life shit. This isn't even me. Like yeah. what? 
yeah. what the hairy heck? But do you think that like we have like um, multiple like like we have multiple animals that are connected to us? Oh yeah. Um, For and because sure. I was wondering, my friends who I contacted you about, who we named our record after our studio dog Darkness, and like mm -hmm. she died um like a year ago a couple days ago and i was just like she's always gonna be there with oh, yeah. him even if he gets a new dog right yeah totally uh, like so <laughs> here's crazy animal story yeah um, please let's as i was as i was like getting attuned to level one reiki um my old cat phil collins fam um <laughs> Who's a What's big fat, huh? Phil Collins fan? No, Phil Collins fam. Because my last, my wife's last name is Fam. P H A M. Oh, and that's his name. Yeah, I. We met like right before I moved to LA. Like seriously, three weeks before. The cat and or I went, your wife? My my wife. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> and she had just gotten this cat yeah. um, from her friends that were moving to Australia. And he's like, he was FIV positive. Oh. And like, that would make him like quarantine forever. Oh, and I think it's still like a six month quarantine. And it's the animals in perfect health. And you're not going to get, you're going to get a very traumatized animal after that. Oh, so she was like, I'll, I'll take them in. Cause she researched them having FIV and like the chances of it pass getting past are very slim unless they're fighting. Um, and like he passed like right before I got attuned to Reiki and it was like heartbreaking for me because he was just like my dude like had gotten me through depression yeah um uh, like when when my wife moved out here she brought him and and her cat Charlie and Charlie was super bonded to my wife because she had been since a kitten um and Phil just kind of was like oh we're friends now <laughs> and like would sit on me like get on my chest and just like headbutt me and stuff yeah yeah yeah. and um so I waited probably a year at least after he passed away to like consider yeah. bringing new animal into my life and we went to visit the shelter that's close to our house and this little like um calico kitten is in his cage by herself and just starts like screaming at us basically and picking <laughs> her paws out and I, I like looked at my wife and I was like we didn't come to get a pet we were just gonna look but this cat's not available for a week so can we talk about it and she's like we can get this cat when it's <laughs> That's available awesome. and so I went and and like picked her up and took her to get fixed and and um they tested like after I guess when she got fixed, they tested her for FIB and it was like a positive test. And they were like, this could be her mother's antibodies still like oh, wow. get her retested at your vet in like three months. Okay. And we took her and she def she was like definitely positive for FIB. Okay. Is that and something just, I'm sorry, that uh, you're supposed to get vaccinated against? Or? No, it's a, it's it a feline. Happens. It's like, 
I don't think there's a vaccination for okay. it. It's basically like HIV, except it's for cats. Okay. I was just wondering if there's like as a PSA. No, no, it's, <laughs> okay. no, it's just like, it's a thing to c- take into consideration if you have another cat and you want to oh, okay. adopt I a see. cat that has it. Okay. But seriously, unless they're like biting each other and drawing blood, they're not like, okay. you're not going to get it sharing food or just like how, how HIV and AIDS are misunderstood by a lot of people. So is this. And because yeah. okay. I've heard like, I've seen people advertise cats as being up for adoption, but they have FIV. So no other cats. And I'm like, that's totally not true. Like, yeah, don't, don't spread that fallacy. Like just, okay, let's stop that yourself. fallacy right now. Yeah. yeah I mean, heard. it's the, when the vets like told me that she was definitely positive, I was like, okay, my last cat lived till he's 19. And he had it like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. You're you're not worried. I was like, I do Reiki on animals and yeah, it's not a big deal. Like I'm not going to be an outdoor cat. Yeah. Things that I like keep her on me if we go outside. That's good to know. Thank you for, yeah. uh, like, I really did not know that. And I, I hope that somebody learned something from that, but so, so. um, (laughs) but so she, she's still like you said that you did she help you find your the cat that passed i just remember you said well no it's like she my my new cat is almost like like my cat that passed is one of my reiki guides he showed up when i got attuned to reiki one okay. and like laura was like i was waiting for him to show up for you yeah yeah oh and right like, it was a boy i'm sorry yeah yeah but then like Lulu, who's my new cat, who's the girl, like has so much of Phil's personality. Right. Like things in common, like having FIV and like white feet. But like Aww. if you <laughs> mess with her and she doesn't want you to like be doing that, she'll take her paw and like push your hand down, which right. is exactly what Phil would do. Yeah. That's and, like, what I guess is like, do you think that there's like your soul has a connection to many animals or it's just yeah like and i i mean main guy or guy. i think i think there's many okay. many animals i also think that they're like probably train each other oh wow cool yeah that's I mean, so cute i don't I, that's the thing is i'm not sure if it's like reincarnation because it seems like it would be like a redundancy to have to go through the same form again, but maybe not. Um, Like I think being a house cat's probably like a pretty luxurious level. (laughs) Yeah. You don't get that shit twice (laughs) in a row. Well, yeah. I mean, I just think like, if you think of different like gods or whatever that have their like right hand tiger or whatever. Oh yeah. I mean, I definitely, I, when, when I got my first reading from Laura, she, she was like, you feel lonely. You're, you've got 17 guides around you right now and more are on their way. Like yeah. you can cut that out. And I was just like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And it oh, was wow. really like, it helped me out a lot. And then I've been able just to start meeting them on my own more. And with animals, it's like, they show up when they're supposed to be there. Yeah. Hawks are really big for me and i think my dad's starting to use that like my dad passed a little over a month ago oh no i'm so sorry 
thank you. He had Parkinson's. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's for like 16 years. Oh my God. I'm and so sorry. That's so, so recent. It was, it was, you know, it's super sad, but it was also, I, having that be a factor in it, I was able to mourn ahead of time some. And also to like, I got to go see my dad a few months before he passed. And he was, I thought the dude would be alive for at least another five years. And he was yeah. like so happy and full of life and like loving his wife and like Aww. just playful. And like he was having like memory problems and like I think like dementia episodes, but it wasn't like the focus of anything. Right. And then when he, he's, he got pretty bad, like right at the end with dementia and also like just his body started shutting down. But it was after he had to go into like he wasn't living with his wife anymore. He was right. like by himself in, in like the medical care stuff. And right. I think he was like, Well, if this is the situation, <laughs> I'm good. Totally. And and like when I went to see him, um, we we rented a house, like an Airbnb on a lake, and okay. I was seeing hawks a lot there. And one day there was a hawk circling doing a distress call. And I was just like, that's weird. Like, and that, that sound like only red tail hawks make. And there's tons of red tails that live by my house as well. Yeah. And so like, I, in retrospect, I'm like, I think that was a sign. And like the yeah. day that I got the, like when my stepmom called me and, and told me that my dad had passed, I like, just was like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to go for a walk and saw a couple red tails and then the other day I, I woke up and I had heard like the call like the beginning of the like daily show or whatever that sounds like the bald eagle noise that's really red oh. tail box oh really I yeah. didn't know that <laughs> yeah it's totally um that's, I, that's like my favorite thing about him is that every that sound is like a red tail hawk and not an eagle yeah yeah, yeah. um but I so I live a couple of doors away from um, the Church of the Epiphany, which is like where Cesar Chavez went to church, and they oh, published cool. La Raza out of the basement there, and like cool. had illegal Spanish meetings when it was illegal to speak That's Spanish so in cool. LA. Whoa. It's fucking awesome. Like I, yeah. I feel really good being that close to like a revolutionary place. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And that, like, specifically, t I think about that and being living in Los Angeles, like, yeah, where, where are you? What happened here? And that's that's like one of the coolest things that happened here. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. And so, like, I can walk out my back door and see the steeple, which has like a golden cross on it. And I walked out back and I taken Charlie out and put him on his leash yeah and then lulu started knocking shit over inside the house so i <laughs> ran back in and when i came out charlie was off of his leash and i looked up at the cross and there was a red tail sitting wow. on top of the cross and i was just like all right that's definitely from my dad yeah. and like a few other birds showed up and when when we were doing like our attunement to reiki one all of the other people in the furnace class that i was in were like very jealous because like tons of birds and animals showed up for me <laughs> and one one of my classmates came back and was like yeah I was telling some of my coworkers, and I was like there's this guy that's like Snow White <laughs> yeah that's and I, I mean I there's there's animals that show up 
at specific times. Yeah. And I'm not always like, oh, you're this is why. But a lot of times I'm like, oh, yeah, you are. You're reminding me to like fucking take a leap. Like when Grasshopper shows up. (laughs) And I've had Grasshoppers with like one leg missing show up. And I'm like, oh, you're still fucked up, but you're still jumping. So, all right. That's, I mean, that's what you are. It's so, uh, what a wonderful thing to be too, you know? Like, yeah. I think every kid kind of dreams of of being like, and you know, like not every kid, but almost every kid wants to be like a marine biologist or work at the zoo, yeah. or like a veterinarian. And like, that you like, you're that person. You're like good with animals. And I took Tommy to the vet yesterday and the, um, one of the nurses like I could you could just tell like when she came out I was like you're an animal person not everyone there is some of them are just people but this lady had like you could see her whole like energy field just this pure like just pureness just pure Mm -hmm. like loving calm energy and like the dog doesn't like to be touched by other people and she just like went gladly into her arms and I was like wow you're amazing like it's just such a cool thing to be you know like yeah it's really awesome when you know <laughs> like I've um I had somebody come to pick up some stuff from my house and his dog was in the back seat <laughs> and it unrolled the window like it stepped on the <laughs> yeah. window down thing and I just reached up and like pet it and he was like whoa 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 I was like what's up dude it's fine and he's like no, he he doesn't like guys. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he might bite you. And I was like, yeah, yeah. we're good. Like, yeah, yeah. He's not freaked out by me. That's so but cool. I, I had friends also that like had this dog that was kind of abused before they got it, and it didn't like guys with beards or with baseball hats. <gasps> and yeah. I like <laughs> often wear a baseball hat. And the first yeah. time I met their dog, it was like not about it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they had to put it in the cage and like probably that, just like people. I mean, yeah. And then, then like the next time yeah. that dog about an hour into the the visit was like, all right, I'm not gonna yeah, yeah. you anymore. Like, you're all right. <laughs> and now when we see each other, the dog will jump off the ground into my arms. Like, and That's if so I sit down, we'll be on top of me. And it's like it's great just having like animals have that kind of response to you and yeah and, that's and it's cool. like i look <laughs> back when i wasn't in touch with this shit yeah and it still happened i just was like oh animals like me yeah, yeah. girls don't <laughs> yeah, no, totally that's so funny can you i i'm sorry to um I I don't know too much about it but do you mind explaining um a little bit about crystals and how like I guess how they work um yeah sure. that's okay sorry I'm just like I kind of know like which ones I gravitate towards and I I have like a grid for Tommy and I have a grid for our house yeah um based on no knowledge of anything but I guess I'm just like what I mean I I know everything on earth is different, obviously, like, yeah. um, but what, what are crystals and why? (laughs) And, um, (laughs) if you don't mind. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, that's also something like as a kid, I was like, oh, these are rad, but not in any, like, I guess I probably saw there was magic in them, but not 
like consciously being like these can help me figure stuff out and there's i would say i have a pretty good amount of knowledge from laura and from my own reading yeah and you can definitely like you can find some conflicting things about crystals out there if you're doing the reading and i like what i suggest to people is the ones that they're most drawn to be the first things that they start to work with um but is it a property of the stone or a crystal or what? Yeah. So you can, <laughs> they all, I mean, they all have different properties. Um, and that's kind of like, I would, I would say that's something I would recommend people research more than like, I try to give them a brief overview right now. Okay. But like, for example, quartz is a very common and probably like, everybody is familiar with it in one form or another it's used in like technology watches clocks like our computers um and it's one of the most programmable of crystals like just a clear quartz you can basically ask it to do stuff for you like help you work on a problem or help you connect to a guide and you can clear it and reset it and do something else with it if you want to um but they each stone has like its specific vibrations like energetic okay. vibrations so i'm sorry so like okay, just i don't know anything but like when i set up the grid i yeah. asked i didn't have like the fourth stone i wanted so i asked the courts i was like will you pretend to be the stone yeah. and like what am i what what did i really ask like it's a vibration that they each have yeah, I mean, what every, makes them different, I guess. And well, I mean, that's like what makes each person or each okay, animal different. Sorry. Like, <laughs> it's all, no, it's all good. It's like where where it's from um, geographically, how it was made. Like, so quartz crystals build from like a, a feed solution coming into this thing, and it crystallizes. Kind of like how when salt water evaporates and a salt crust is left. Um, but then there's like impact glass, which is from, it's a bunch of different kinds of crystal, but it's from a meteorite smashing into the earth. Cool. And you get like tectites, moldavite, Libyan desert glass. Yeah. Uh, Saffrodite. There's a few more. So and and that's from like the reaction of outer something from outer space hitting our planet and like all the heat melts the sand as it as it flies away. But is the object symbolic or does it have an energy or it definitely has an energy? Oh, okay, so it's an yeah. energy because when you like hold different ones, it's like and oh, yeah, some of them it's like nothing. So it's yeah. Okay. So I, and I think that's one thing, like I I can do readings for people and like Laura does it too. And, and we do crystal prescriptions and that kind of thing, Yeah, which is like, it's great. And if I do them for somebody, I'm like, go read about all of these before you go yeah. buy any of them. Yeah. Um, and like go towards the ones that you're like, this really sounds like I could use it right now. Yeah. Cause I think like relying on your own intuition is probably even more important than relying on anybody else's right no totally she i i had like i was sick for like five months last year i can announce two years and uh and she told me to get this i think it's like peach selenite 
and mm-hmm. like put it near my stomach and it's like I don't even know it's like taking like Vicodin or something it works <laughs> like a me I mean faster than better than it just works immediately and like I, I've never nothing like that and it works every night it's so weird yeah. and then I just yeah. like I just can't feel I don't understand why I'm like is it because it's cold like you know, and I've, but I've tried other ones when I haven't been home and it's like, no, it's just for some reason that stone like seriously chills out your like stomach. I don't yeah. Know why. Well, and, and the more you work with one stone repetitively, like since it's that specific piece of peach selenite that you have and you're working with it, like you two are becoming like more oh, in tune cool. with each other each time, you know? That's cute. And that's, I mean, that's the rad thing with crystals. It's like, yeah. you can, like I can send Reiki into a quartz and give it to somebody and it's programmed for that person to be receiving Reiki and support when they need it. Yeah. And like, I've seen like weird tests that are basically like somebody not, not having a stone in their hand and having their arm pushed down yeah. by someone else and then having the stone in their hand and it's much harder to push the arm down. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't know how to explain it. it yeah, might no, be, I, I, it may be a fucking psychological trick. And <laughs> yeah. like, I, one of my best friends is like left the Mormon church and is super skeptical and loves to like be like, I don't know how I think about this idea that you have. And I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about it. Yeah. And he's always like, hey, dude, I, I want you you know like i'm not being disrespectful to like your ideas i'm like yeah i know that's why we're friends like yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm happy to talk to you about this yeah no i've just always wondered because especially yeah today i was like oh i'm asking a rock to pretend to be another rock like what am i i should know at the very least like what i'm asking it to do but i i but yeah totally i feel like now I've, i kind of want to make my pink selenite like a little bed so it can sleep during the day and then we sleep together during the night. Um, (laughs) But it's almost, I guess I thank you so much for coming and talking. I feel like um, just really feel really lucky to talk to you and really, really lucky that you um, met up with Tommy. Um, And I like, uh, the message that she gave to you that um, you sent to me was like, I just poured out tears. That was like, I mean, just such a, such a cool moment of energy. Um, And like, and yeah, the way she talked is so, it's just so hurt and so silly. And so like, just like a little goofy gal. And like, she, um, yeah, and I just you gave me a tip that like I can I can talk to her anytime and send her yeah. um love and I've been that has helped me a lot, but also I can tell that it helps her and it, we're, our communication is so much better That's um, because of you. And I'm so so thankful. And it's it's just the coolest thing. Like when she yeah, just when she was at the vet yesterday, I could tell when she was like, where why where am I why'd she take me here and I would and I would just be like I love you like remember it's just for your you know like this is for you and it's gonna be you know it was like this like we're so connected now because you and I really can't couldn't be more grateful so um can you I'm glad that worked out yeah Yeah. please tell everybody where that they can find you um on Instagram at bill-mcright 
or Bill underscore McWright. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah, I'm at putting Bill underscore McWright. Okay. Um, <laughs> I also have at All Creatures Energy Services and All Creatures Energy Services.com. Um, you can book sessions there and I mean, you can contact me there too, or on Instagram. I don't really mess with much other social media. I don't really like all the technology all that much. Yeah, you I don't mean, need to. Connection's cool, but like, <laughs> I've had a lot of people be like, do you, do I need to do a Zoom call or are we going to FaceTime? I'm like, no, I want you to just go set your phone down and not hold on to it while we're trying to do energy work yeah. because it's going to interfere. And totally. I think that's like really important. Like I, I do think that the tools are important and useful, but I also think sometimes we rely on them a little bit too much. For sure. And yeah, I, that's so cool. I think I, I did think that I had to bring her physical body to you and it was um, such a relief that yeah. you just met her somewhere else and so much cooler, like, cause it would have been, it just, yeah. It's are like you- when someone's, traumatized like that's not they don't need to be like going to a stranger's house or or having a stranger come in their house so and that's that's good you know yeah that's what i like to recommend to people too (laughs) yeah like there's no reason like i my cats are never happy when we get in the car to go to bed yeah (laughs) i mean it sucks yeah it's also just like yeah they're like children in the sense that they're they just, they have so much, they're more sensitive and you don't want to just drop them off with somebody and have that whole layer of like, what the fuck are you doing now, mom? (laughs) Yeah. No, I think if I was to do an in-person thing with, with a client and, and their human or vice versa, I would actually want the, the human with the animal because it would be easy for me to kind of guides more communication between yeah the two. well I would love to do another session with you sometime when um because she's almost I mean it's been I think three months and she's almost like completely back to her that's uh, awesome physical self her psychological self is a little bit off but I think it'd be fun to see you get to uh, talk to her when she's not on drugs. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming here. Um, yeah, for sure. Thanks. Is there anything else that you want to say to people or animals? Or animals? Um, just be nice to each other. It's a lot easier than being jerks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Bye. All right. Later. <laughs>